right, what's up? We ready? Yes, sir. Everybody good? You ready yes, to pod? Yes, sir. Yes. Who are you? Who are you going to be today, yo? Because <laughs> we don't ever know who, who, who we're dealing with every That's week true. with you. Which one? Who uh, are you today? Who do you want me to be? I mean, I'd appreciate yourself. I said I wasn't going to talk this time. <laughs> you know? I, uh, come on, fam. See, you do this every week, right? Then I say every week, come in with a shirt on. I got nothing to do with who he really is. Mm, you, like you was going to ever obey some shit. When the last <laughs> <laughs> See? Yo, when you going to wear something that's actually like true to your character? I got the FUBU. <laughs> <laughs> now he black. Uh, no. Yo, nope. Judges? Nope. I think Katie, you not letting him get FUBU? Nope. Nah, he mm-hmm. boo-boo? Mm-hmm. All right, Look, say less. I got a boo-boo for y'all. You did that through anxiety, too? I scratched the fuck out of myself. I don't know how, but... On the table? It's dangerous out here. How you do that, bro? On the mic. It's on fire. Scratched your forearm on the mic and your elbows on the table. Yes, sir. Somebody come get this, man. I'm tired of this. You got to eat with (laughs) (laughs) Band-Aids? I'm three. (laughs) That's that's why. Yo, it's a special day. Y'all not going to hear from him until a little later in the show, but my cousin Tavon is officially in the building. That will ring a bell to a lot of the... Original in the moment listeners, because he was on f- with me for a few episodes, and then why well, talk shit about him, and then he wasn't on anymore. <laughs> 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 and um, we've never actually truly addressed it, so we're actually going to do it today for your listening pleasure. Ooh, I mean, I would want to hear it. So if I were you, mm-hmm. I'd stick around. Yeah, I'll be here. Me too. Ooh, ooh. Um. Yeah, we got quite a few things to get into. It's been a while since we really got to sit here. Last week we talked about the show, but we haven't really got back to what we really do. So I'm looking forward to that. And I want to talk about some hate and some few things uh, that I saw online that I received. If you don't hear any of the hate segment, that doesn't mean that I didn't do it. I mean, Katie edited. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I'm going to try to address it. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a way where it will still be here when it's all said and done. Let's just see how it goes. Bring the magic. Welcome to In The Moment. I'm in the moment. Stay in the moment. Yeah. Aye. There's a moment in everything, and everything's a moment. I talk about the comedy in it all. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the funniest podcast you have never heard. I'm your favorite comedian or your money back Mo Mitch. Shout out to all my regular listeners. And my new listeners, welcome to episode 125. Oh, shit, you did it! Yo, it was a little out of order. It was. Uh, <laughs> I, I felt like it was. I was like, I, I'm telling you. Like, your name was out of order, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just she added a few of her own words. Okay. <laughs> but other than that, it was great. I'm so, proud of you. You really ran through that. Thanks. Romeo, when you tried, you got through like, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> no, you I didn't even know the welcome. name of the podcast. <laughs> All right, that was good, Katie. Damn, you really set that off. Episode 125. Mm-hmm. We lit. Y'all ready to part? 125. Mm-hmm. God. Feels like yesterday we were just doing 100. <laughs> Proud? How the time flies. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Honestly, where... Oh, First of all, you got your... Bro, your <laughs> legs are crossed. Oh your my tone God. is... Cr- like, when did, <laughs> what you... What's up, bro? You had a kid? Like, what? You talking to me? Why is he talking like somebody's dad? Bro. My, my, my. Just how the... <laughs> like, he on a porch or some shit. How the Why time flies. Why is his hands wrapped around his kneecap? Yo, what's up with you? Dude, I'm different. You are different. I'm different. And I'm I respect a, it. I'm a better person. 
What made you better? The live show. Why? Uh, just the connection with people, you know? Interacting with them, putting a face to those who listen to us, and really admiring them. Why are you blinking so much and trying not to laugh? <laughs> and really admiring <laughs> them. Yo, you okay, that's what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You different? Yeah, yeah, Why is your kneecap so close to your jaw? <laughs> <laughs> you <got no> <laughs> Yeah. I'm a flexible man, bro. Hey, yo, you auto. Oh, I'm pretty right. flexible. I Mr. See Trombone. Okay. Yeah, you right. right, Katie. That's the old me. Was this the new you? Yes, sir. You obey now? <laughs> On command. Oh, you okay. In the red room. Ooh. Whatever she wants. Huh? Hmm? Now you quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a change gonna come my ass. All right. Let's get into why I'm mad. Stress been on my head. Why they test my feet? I'm just trying to get. First thing I'm mad at, yo. Um, word on the street is y'all be underestimating two really important people. The two of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One being me. What? Second one being Jesus. Here's why. Remember I told y'all that my man was taking notes on the pod? Yeah. I told y'all my man Case Money from 1901 was oh, taking yes, notes. Yes, yes. And he defended Katie. Yes. Well, this week he defended me. He said, y'all don't be respecting me. With a lot of things I be saying, y'all don't be giving me my due credit. Such as? Like when I said, yo, it take for somebody to be the first person to actually like get on a plane and it was the right brothers yeah. and I'm the wrong brother. Yeah. He said that shit was pure comedic genius and y'all hate us. No, that was funny. Well, we laughed. No, y'all didn't laugh. No, yo. it's because then he went into the brothers oh, yeah. of it. Yeah, he stole my moment. <laughs> That's why. And I'm tired of it. You, I, you see? I, I recognize that you said the wrong brother. I'm okay. Sorry. Let's bring it back. So, okay. All right. So the next time I say some genius shit like that, I'm going to hold up a sign that says applause and clap. Yeah. Just so that we understand, like, how we supposed to treat me in here. And number two, y'all also said last week that robbing a church is smart. Remember that? I what? did. No, I, I still no, stand no, by that. No, no Romeo I still was stand with by you. that. Yes, I still stand by that. Then, what was wrong? Where was I wrong? By underestimating Jesus. What do you mean? Where are you wrong? Jesus ain't going to stop you in that moment. He's going to get you later at death. That's, that's oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's true. You're going to get your karma eventually, but in the moment. So what you're saying is, because I just want to be clear, that it makes <laughs> sense to rob a church because yes. you're going to die when you're going to die anyway, and by that point, it doesn't matter? Yes. I'm going to do it for Jesus. You know why? Because... The church that I'm going to rob, all right, they wouldn't open the door to Jesus. You know what I mean? I get where he's going. The church I rob is the church that's really not a church of God. You know, a church who's trying to use God's name in vain. And so God would understand. Oh, yeah, that's where I was going. That's the answer I was looking for. <laughs> because apparently Bishop Whitehead, um, <laughs> <laughs> I have to make a very important <laughs> See, y'all can laugh at the Bishop Whitehead this week because apparently he's a fraud. But when y'all laughed oh. before y'all knew he was a fraud, y'all were heathens for that. You're all aware of I that. didn't laugh. I did. Because, bro, it's Jesus. Like, he knows what you did. Like, you can lie to us. But, okay, like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, let yeah. it go. Obey. So, <laughs> the thing is, apparently, first of all, it wasn't in Atlanta. I read that wrong. I thought it was. My bad for putting that on Atlanta. And now it's going to look crazy. You know why? Because <laughs> it happened in Brooklyn. But that's, oh, your oh, city. Yeah. You. Oh, yeah. oh, no. Your hometown. You didn't have to point hey. that oh. part out, Katie. Hey. But um, the point. <laughs> look at your cousin. Look at you crazy. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, oh. Atlanta. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm fr- first of all, I'm from Atlanta. The Rock is here. Between, <laughs> I'm from it. Between him and the little slip and slide I saw on, on one of them subway trains. You saw it, Katie? Yes. Family on a public subway, like slip and sliding, bathing suits and drinking Henny. In New York. They were oh, wilding. Wow. 
I'm not from that city. I don't know what city that is, but me, I'm from Atlanta. Are we clear? I don't care what that girl said in that song. Not okay. Atlanta. I'm, I'm Atlanta. That's name, number one. Name, name one street. Huh? Name one street. He knows street. the street. What you mean? Um, Johnson Ferry Road. <laughs> It's me. Like, you, he knows the street we're on. <laughs> he knew a street. You, you said name enough, a street. Enough, Fan, don't, I'll bring a zone in here. Keep playing with me. Oh. Right? Yeah, yeah, he keep playing. Like, zone I what? Two. <laughs> go, keep going, bro. Go, go to Mr. Whitehead. Yo, all right. So, so. <laughs> go to Mr. Whitehead. It's not zone two? Six. <laughs> what zone six. is that? No, everybody claims like zone six. That's where like the rappers are from, but. Yeah, but y'all said it like two in a zone. It be from the be. zone you actually from, not the one the rabbits is from. I'm from the real Atlanta. Yo, stop playing with me, yo. That's not Atlanta. Huh? <laughs> what, what is that? That's just Georgia? I don't... Right. <laughs> Romeo, you from coming. Shut up. No. <laughs> Why y'all laughing, bro? We I don't just... know. Yo, shout out to coming. We just joking. Yeah. We was just there. It was a great time. What the fuck? It's just the only other place I know. I don't know what you want me to do. What you want me to do? All right, back to where I was. I'm from where the Braves are from, bro. Cobb County. <laughs> oh, Cobb County. All of them? Like every Brave? No. Or no, just, it's just... Majority of the Braves from out of the country, bro. Exactly. Like, exactly. That's why that didn't make sense. DR? No. <laughs> okay, then technically I'm out of the country, too. Oh, that's true. You're Honduran. Oh. I'm Salvadorian, For, motherfucker. What the fuck? Wow. <laughs> First of all, don't get mad when you thought you was Mexican you two days ago. It. Yeah, you don't you even know what you Mexican? are. Mexican? All right, come on now. What? We can't keep up. You can't keep up. I'm everything. Yo, you calling them Honduran is crazy, though. <laughs> Judges. <laughs> Mad racist. All right, so the Brooklyn pastor um, who was robbed during the Sunday sermon, apparently and mm. allegedly, mm. stole $90,000 in retirement savings from one of his uh, parishioners. You know what that means? I'm going to assume that's like a deacon. So he uh, apparently he was a thief, too. Wow. So maybe he was involved in some things behind the scenes in karma. Came back to strike him. So Katie's answer in why robbing a church in that regard would be smart. But to say that robbing a church is smart, period, is definitely sleeping on Jesus. I just want to be clear. And I Do you s- think Jesus claims as a church? That's maybe like a very... Like today? Yeah. No. No. Okay, cool. I don't think Jesus claims anything going on on this planet today. Agree. Except us. Not anymore. That, All right. No, okay. Yeah. You just ruin our chances. Damn it. Who's next? Next thing I'm mad at, Katie edited the last podcast. <laughs> uh oh. And she did good. Oh. Okay. What'd you okay. say like that? Oh, because there's something coming. Of course. Okay. I'm a comedian. You know this doesn't end well. Oh my god. <laughs> right. But she did great for the most part. Ooh. Most. Got the part out there. It was good. It was edited tight. It ain't like it was hard because we do this. Pros. But you know how much time I spend mm. on coming up with a title, right? Mm-hmm. You know what Katie's title was? Oh, no. <laughs> know what it was, bro? No, what? first of all, it was trash. Do you see, like, the titles that we use week by week? Yeah, yeah. Something captivating. Right. No, how the it, hell did it, they I, get to that point in life, right? Oof. Right, right. You know what Katie landed on with two days to think about it? Don't, Episode don't. 124. <laughs> that would have been better. <laughs> oh, no. It was called... The greatest night. <laughs> First of all, you don't know. That, yep. that can insinuate a lot. I don't even think anyone said that. That, that can insinuate a lot. What is it insinuate, okay. Katie? First of all, I just want to let everyone know it's not my job to come up with the titles. Um, that's no. your motherfucking job on the Burt Show. Like, what do you You're mean? You're a producer. That's, that's you gotta... whole different. That's a whole different story. What? Whole that's different literally ball game. what you do, you You tease. come up with titles for 15 segments throughout Under, the day. Under pressure. Under pressure. in the moment part through you? <laughs> 
Yes, because under pressure. It's, <laughs> yes, it's. Romeo, the greatest night. And here's the thing. I was. <laughs> you fuck? won't believe it. <laughs> I just. Exclamation point. Exclamation. <laughs> You've got to hear this. I just, it was the greatest night. I just knew this shit was coming back around. With uh, Romeo, Katie, and Mo. <laughs> like, no shit. Duh. But they don't know Uh-oh. what we're talking about. They might have thought it was a good night. <laughs> okay, it could have been night, night, you know, lights out, you know. That would have been uh, better. The- <laughs> Actually, yeah, you should have done night, night, lights out. <laughs> that would have been way better. But look, so as I was about to publish the first part, I was trying to figure it out because I knew, I know most strategy when he does t- titles. Like, I know your whole strategy, so I'm like, I got to think of something, Katie. Clearly not. Right? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. No. I must be missing something. Let me tell you what, what strategy happened. you looked at. Hey, hey, If that's okay. my strategy, I need to re-strategize. You come up with something better, Romeo. Off the top of your dome, Romeo, name last week's episode. Go ahead. I'm leaving this silence in, the whole thing. Go ahead. Okay. Keep talking. I'll, I'll keep keep Mm-mm. keep giving your reasoning. I'll come up with something. No, I did it name within 10 minutes. one game show where you saw a contestant say that shit and still yeah. walk away with some money. All right, all right. Hey, Alex. Hey, just uh, keep talking, bro. Come back to me. I'm getting, get the fuck out of here. No all right, so what happened? I was just... um. So, <laughs> no, I was trying to... I was like, I need to go through and, like, double check because I know Mo picked something catchy. But then at the same time, I was like, well, this needs to go out now, Katie. You don't have time to think about it. Just put something out now and we can rearrange it later. And so then I just panicked and just... Katie, you could have took any of the 47 nicknames you gave us on any of these episodes and named it that, and that would have been better than The Greatest Night, okay? I'm sorry. Tuda and Buddha would have worked just fine, right? Yeah. I was about to ask you, how long does it take for you to come up with your title? It don't take long. Most of the time, something will be said throughout the podcast, and I'll go, okay, there it is. Or I'll just listen back to it for a little bit. I just try to find something that it said that would make somebody go, what the hell were they talking about to have said that? Gotcha. And that's it. And Romeo, you act like you don't share a studio with me every day. Yes, I do the titles for The Burt Show, but you know how much I overthink everything I do. Okay. You know that. You know that. Yeah, you yeah. right there with me. I'm like, yo, this sound good or not? No, you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just don't leave stuff. Who's next? Next thing I'm mad at, do either of y'all know what FDA stands for? Yes. What? Food and Drug Administration. Yeah. Okay. Right. Now, why the hell homegirl with the pink sauce didn't know that? Can y'all explain oh, this to me? Yo. And why were people buying the pink sauce? What is the Yo. pink sauce? Like, I'm I'm at a loss here. I don't understand what's going so, on. So, for those who don't know, there's this this woman on TikTok. Her name is Chef P? Chef? Whatever. Doesn't matter. Chef something. Facts. She thinks she's a chef, right? Yeah. <laughs> and she created, like, basically her own sauce, her own version of our mayonnaise and mustard and ketchup, her own condiment sauce, because she thought she was the greatest at it. Which has been done, by the way. Yeah. Plenty of times before. Uh, what has been done? Mayo and ketchup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. But she created her own version that she was like, this is going to be the greatest hit sauce and called it pink sauce. And then she started selling it to people. But here's the thing. When people it went started, crazy. Yeah, it went absurd. Like On TikTok. Viral, yeah. Right, okay. But the thing is, when people started getting their shipments, first of all, it wasn't put in dry ice. And when Oof. they were receiving it, it wasn't as advertised. Basically, it was a sauce at one point, but some people were getting it. It was chunky. It was spoiled and all these things because of the ingredients of it. First of all, one of the main ingredients is milk. How are you going to ship something that has milk in it regular? So y'all telling me that there are actual people in the world who think they can combine mayonnaise, ketchup, and milk and just put it in a little tube and then put it in an envelope and just send it out to hundreds of people and that's going to work? 
Yes, because if you have one viral TikTok and people be like, oh, that looks good, they're going to be dumb enough to buy it. Because this is not the first thing. So pink sauce has taken over on the trending dumb trends to be a part of. But before this, I saw some other people who were buying from this woman who was selling this seafood basket type of thing. And she was shipping it. She did ship it with dry ice. I will give her credit. But she was shipping them her little seafood boils from across the country. And people were just like, oh, it looks good. And they were just buying it. Like, we don't know if this woman is licensed to do any of this. And right. you're just taking her up on it and buying this stuff. Which is why no one should be able to sue her. I'm sorry. If you bought it, that's on you. Sue yourself. What were you thinking? I, you know how long it took me to put pink lotion in my hair? And y'all out here putting pink sauce in your body? Like, <laughs> what's wrong with people? I don't get it. Then she get online trying to defend herself talking about who. <laughs> they, talk, they sent the FDA after me. And... and like she didn't know what the FDA meant. Oh wow! No, you didn't. You didn't see what she you said. You didn't see what she said, Katie. <laughs> she was basically like that. It's not a medical type of drug. She was like, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't selling drugs. I ain't selling drugs. Why I got the FDA on me? <laughs> wow. She, you know, she you, thought the FBI was on her ass. The smart, hey. the, like I think the smart thing would have been to just say it was a uh, health supplement. Because you know a lot of those supple- like health supplements do not have to go through FDA approvement, right? Yeah. So she should have just said that. But the F in FDA stands for food. Fact. This is something that she was putting on food. This they're is like a condiment. It. But that's what I'm saying. Like Even like when you go and like buy like protein shakes and things like that, they're not FDA approved. That's and true. A lot of stuff is not FDA approved. So she could have just been like, nah, yo, like it's a supplement. Like relax. So you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just trying to defend yeah. her. But You can't. Okay. You know what I would have done? I would have been like, yo, I don't know what it was. I just sold it and y'all bought it. Y'all stupid. <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Like, leave me alone now. I, I just that made 100000 I'm and, going to disappear somewhere. And here's the thing. It's like she created this, right? And she showed her ingredients, which were oh, no. crazy in its own. But every time she showed someone taste testing it, it was mm-hmm. them putting the food in her, their mouth. But then the video would cut. So you never really heard you what their real cut? review was. She wants to show the person dying. Katie, and, and that's why. That's true. So, but my thing, that's a red flag to me. If I don't get to see someone's full review, right. I, just, I they put it in their mouth and the video ends, I'm not going to digest that. I also heard the color of the of the sauce was like different. It was and inconsistent. Every yeah. Every, everybody had a different color pink. Nothing y'all are telling me is <laughs> surprising yeah. me. That's why that's I don't know why wild. people were shocked at the fact that this didn't work. Now, I am mad that, yo, she had a moment. Like, she could have really turned this into something if she would have covered all her bases. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. did all of the things mm-hmm. that you needed to do. Mm-hmm. You really could have went up. Yeah. One of y'all got to do it. Pink sauce? You did. Now, nah, I don't got to be pink. Your own color. Say less. Brown you know what sauce. I mean? Br- okay. No, okay. All right. All right. Never mind. I was going to come up with red sauce. Don't worry about it. Who's next? Speaking of brown, hey. we talked about this a little bit at the live. I'm going to bring it back here. Because y'all wasn't mad. I was the only one mad. Okay. Y'all telling me y'all don't see nothing wrong with this Chris Brown thing. No, oh, you did ask me this question about the whole taking a thousand dollar picture, and if I would let my girl take it. And What's I was wrong like, with it? Man. Oh, let me tell you. I'm glad you asked. Number one, I love Chris Brown. Y'all know that, right? Oh yeah, well, you fought a shirt, fam. We know huh? you fought for a shirt. We know. <laughs> Woo! Yo, y'all gonna stop? Chris! Ah! <laughs> that was you, huh? <laughs> that was it. Move, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> It was me. It fucking was me. elbow not, fucking woman matter over of fact, I'm not even going to try to justify it. It was me. I don't care. Man, make good music. Judge me if you want to. Listen, I tell you what I'm not doing, though. I'm not paying $1,000 to take a picture with anybody. Fair. Anybody. Agree. That's no. number one. Y'all don't think, and don't get me wrong, it's smart. Let me just say that, number one, right? I mean, if the man takes, he's telling people he's only doing 10 people per city. I feel like he's doing more. Doesn't matter. Yeah, that's 10K? 
Yes. You see, you see wow. where I'm going with this? No tax. Wow. So if you do it, come on now. You do 20, 30 shows, start doing the math. That man walking home, $200,000 on tour off of taking pictures. It's brilliant. At the same time, you don't got too much money. You're not do like you just talked about pastors and how they treating the community off of what they are selling, right? He's Chris Brown. You don't think it's wild to charge your fans a thousand dollars to take a picture with you? I think I no. I actually think it's more wild that somebody's paying for it. So you I know, think both. I think two things can be true. Fair but enough. if they gonna pay. Hell with it. Why, why not do it Why then? not exactly. do it? So I can't be mad at him. So I'm more mad at the people <laughs> than Chris. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just wild to me to be at that point in your career. And then uh, like, you feel like he doesn't need that extra money. Is that what you're saying? No, I don't ever want to count nobody's pockets. I mean, it's, it's, it's never too much in the words of Luther Vandross. No, you know what? As I'm talking about it, I'm going back. You're right, Romeo. If they're going to do it, why not do it? Here's my thing. It's not too much to me. To think that, oh, this is absurd that Chris is doing that. Because look at his maturity level. He's not at the maturity level to actually care and think about the consciousness of what my fans are paying. It's what can I get because of who I am. Now, if you're some, say if you're a Jay-Z or maybe a Kendrick. I don't know how much Kendrick's tickets go. I feel like you would be more conscious and more aware and more caring of what your fans pay for. That she would be like, this is absurd. But at Chris Brown's maturity level and age, I don't care. What I can get is what I can get. Is there also more to it? Like, are you going there, you're paying $1,000, you walk into the back room, you take a photo, and then that's that's that? Or do you you get at least, like, five minutes with them? You probably get a couple minutes, I'm sure. You get to take a picture. That looks like y'all had prom together. Obviously, all of the pictures he was taking with the women. Right. And then like do you get one photo, or do you, are you able to do more than one? Because you know what I mean? Like, what if you look at it and you're like, oh, that's not good enough. Let's do it again. I think at that point, it don't matter. What you going to do? You paid $1,000, you're going to complain that he didn't give you three? I mean, you taking your picture and you getting on about your business. If you're willing to pay $1,000 to just be in there, you're taking whatever you can get. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Though. And at the That's same why. time, you're stupid. And my thing with Chris is, like, keep the same energy. When men was coming back there, nah, let him jump on your neck, too. But what if Pick the guys didn't want to do that? The is guys a, didn't want to do that. <laughs> I feel like if a dude wanted you, to do that, If you wanted to pay $1,000 to take a picture with Chris Brown, yeah. hey, yo, and let him hold you. Let me. <laughs> What's the problem? Do you like? Um, do you also get a ticket to the concert? No. No. That's that was that's another thousand dollars. That's probably like an add-on. Bro. And, and them tickets ain't cheap. Finesse. You know, I took my sister. She was in the fourth row. Them tickets were not cheap. So you already paying that? And you finesse. didn't catch the shirt. Oh. What a finesse. All right, yeah. moving on. Because y'all, y'all playing with me. Who's next? Staying in the realm of R&B, we didn't get to talk about this. Mm. Neo did an interview. Mm-hmm. He said he didn't sign Lucky Day, mm-hmm. award-winning R&B artist who's fire, because back in the day, Neil invited him to his mansion, let him stay in the crib. Mm. He told him, you can do whatever you want to do in this house, except you can't go in my bedroom. When he came back home, Lucky Day was having a lucky day mm. in his bedroom. Mm. And mm. so he didn't sign him. I have two questions to this. Number one, what are y'all doing if you're Neil? And number two, Romeo, I feel like this is some shit you would do. No, 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 no. Yeah. Tell me Romeo wouldn't do this. Yes, I honestly... Romeo, if I gave you the whole crib and I say, yo, you can do whatever you want, just don't go in my bedroom. I wouldn't. You really wouldn't? I wouldn't. For real? Uh, For real. You would obey? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, I wouldn't simply... Because I've always... You know, it's funny. Like, I've always been told, like, like, you just... Like, I think for me, it's just respecting people's privacy. 
Facts. And I feel like the bedroom is like the, the the most like private place that somebody can have. So for you to go in there and like like mingle or like search through or whatever whatever it, even just to like I feel like you have to invite me into your room for me to go into your room. If that makes sense. No, I'm the same. I feel yeah. you. I'm with you, Katie. You would do that. Go in someone's room. Yeah. Make somebody not to. No. So that makes Lucky Day like a weirdo in a sense, right? Yeah, because I'm put your foot. I'm put my foot off in your ass. He would have to fight you. me straight up and down. He would have to fight me. It would not have been like, his most like, lucky I'm, day. I'm I promise going, you. I'm going to. Um, you know, I can't say I'm not. I'm against violence, but sometimes it needs hey. to happen. But it's also because of that, right? So like, you get caught. Now you are pretty much just breaching trust. Like I told you not to go in there. And you went in there, and you caught me in there. You know what I'm saying? Or I caught you in there. Like that to me is just like okay, we can't have trust with one another. Mm-hmm. Of course not. You How would you have handled that though? I would have been pissed. I think. Nah, I don't know. I mean, he didn't get signed for a reason, right? You would have just kicked him out. I think so. Mm-mm. Okay, I got to work on me. Mm-mm. Yeah, now nah, it would have been a problem. Mm-hmm. It would have been a big problem. Like right now, even thinking about it, I feel the rage. Like and I'm, it's, I'm it's, boiling inside. It's, it's it's worse than when Romeo ate my w- wings type of rage. Like, it is though. Yeah, it is because you didn't specifically tell him not to. Facts. And as bad as that, Ex- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's your bedroom, yo. Like right. that's your <clears throat> sunken place. Come on, now you can't do. I gave you. No, you got not a the mansion, place, my guy. The elevated place ain't no oh. sunken nothing about my bedroom. Oh. Get it, yo. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Mine is sunken. <laughs> 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 nah, because cause, cause, cause you sinking in the bed. Yeah, Because, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. But nah, when you're taking Katie. her to another place and elevating her and her spirits and sucking the ghost about her, you know. Yo, ever since you, ever since Romeo <laughs> told me what you did to that pop tart earlier, yeah, yo, I don't want to. Yeah, 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 I don't want to hear you talk like that either. I've yo. been uncomfortable ever since, yo. <laughs> yo, my God, all I heard was. <laughs> That pop like, tart was gone. The whole one, the whole pop tart, right? Nah, one swipe, one the whole pop tart, bro. The whole square, God, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Certified free, seven, seven days, days a week. week. <laughs> Wet ass. Okay, stop. stop. All right, that's enough. All right, who's next? All right, it's time for Mo ain't shit. And now it's time for Mo ain't shit. Y'all already know what time it is. This is the segment where Romeo gets really excited for me to tell y'all. Yeah. Why I ain't shit. Woo-hoo. So, speaking of bedroom, so <laughs> I got into... Um, what a transition. I'm killing this. I, <laughs> yo, come on. Y'all know I'm the pod father. Yo, <laughs> Wait up. <laughs> you, here we go. Romeo. No, he did not. <laughs> he did it. Yeah, Romeo, you know what's coming next? You know what's coming next? What? You come to me. Like, come to me. I'll teach you how to pod. You tell me that you want to get on the pod? <laughs> Yo, I got into this debate once. I'm not going to say her name, but she knows who she is back in the day because she still listens. <laughs> and I called her a sick individual Ooh. because she gets into her bed with outside clothes on. Oh, no. Thank you. No. Yo, it was the most disgusting yeah. thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like, what are you doing? Yo, like, you- under the covers, too? Yo, a straight, yes. Oh, oh no. Yes. What? Yes. Then tried to get in my bed with her outside clothes no. on. What? Yeah, tried to lucky date me, yo. Yo, yes. And then literally. She would have been tackled to the floor. <laughs> You ever like you ever you ever get in a debate with somebody about something that you know 
like you're right on. Yeah, yeah. But they such sick, dirty, nasty, oh, filthy. <laughs> <laughs> like no, like who does that? That they that they argue you down to the point where you start to think maybe you bugging. Like you have experienced that. Like yes. you'd be like, am I wrong? Am, am like, I yeah, crazy? Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, think yeah. you're so right and you're adamant yeah, like that, about maybe, maybe arguing. Mm-hmm. So it hit the shade room where somebody Ooh. had tweeted something. You know what I mean? You seen it? No, no. Somebody I tweeted. Like, I saw the tweet though. And then the comments was crazy. Word, bro. I screenshotted every comment. Sent it to her. <laughs> All 14,364 comments. I screamed. I, 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 I said, yo, yeah. yeah. Yo. I wanted her to know how, how sick and disgusting she was as an individual. Yeah. Yo, there's times, like, I don't even lay on my couch if I have, like, outside Mm-mm. clothes sometimes. I'm the same. Like, I, I would literally lay on the floor. If I want to take a nap, yeah. like, no joke, I've taken a nap on the floor because I don't want to change or anything like that. So I'll literally, like, if I know I'm going out, right, and I don't want to change, I literally lay on the floor and I take a nap on the floor. Like, that's what you got to do. Yeah, like, first of all, with me, if I come into the house, as soon as I come in the door, you're changing. either I'm taking a shower immediately then, or if I know I have something to do and I may have to take a shower a little bit later, I'm changing my clothes, though. I'm changing right, everything right. that I'm currently wearing. All that stops at the laundry room. So it ain't me. <laughs> no, sir. I'm shit this week? No. Not on that. Not I mean, it. you are shit. Yeah. Say it. Sorry, yeah. Say it. Give it up. Come on. You got to obey. Cool. I'm saying you're not the shit. No, you're saying no, I'm shit? That he is shit. Because if, cause if I'm, you know what I mean? Hey, Mo. Yo. You're the shit, bro. My man. Hey. All right, say less. Hey, shout outs. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Because I swear to God, you probably even closer than you think. Shout out to Uncle Bob. Simply because I know we have talked on this platform a lot about police officers that may not have done their job to their best abilities as we would like. So I think it's fair to give a shout out when someone has. This is a police officer who saved Lil Wayne's life, and Lil Wayne has talked about it many and many a times throughout his career. Uh, he passed away recently, so I think we should be just as vocal when police officers do good things mm-hmm. as we are when they don't. Absolutely. So shout out to Uncle Bob. Who's next? Shout out to Sean Mendez and mental health. I want to talk about this for a second. Sean Mendez just canceled his tour mm-hmm. for mental health reasons. This is a slippery slope. Curious as to what y'all think, right? Especially with y'all being younger than me. Because I'm very well aware that I come from a generation of the show must go on. Mm-hmm. That's what we were taught. Mm-hmm. So to be honest with y'all, I'm torn on this. Because one side of me is like, yo, there's many a times I had to go up there and do a show when I wasn't having the best moments in my life. Mm-hmm. Right. I had to do what I had to do. People paid tickets. They flew out to see me. They stopped their lives in order to come into a room with me. I owe it to them to show up. I signed up. Let's do it. There's millions of people who have to go to work every day when they're not feeling the best. They don't have a choice. If they don't show up, they're going to lose their job. And they are not making nearly the amount of money. They are not in nearly that kind of privileged position. Doesn't matter. They have to show up. That's true. Yeah. The other side of me understands that times are changing. And if you are in a privileged position, then maybe you have earned the right to say, hey, I'm not feeling the best and mental health is important. And I need some time to myself because if that doesn't happen, it may end up harming me in the long run and I have to look out for me. So I genuinely do see both sides of it. What scares me is then you get to a point where it becomes like the old bumper fender bender situation. Where if someone says, hey, my back hurts, you can't hook them up to a machine to see how legit their back injury is, right? 
Right. So if you just say, yo, I'm having mental health issues, I can't come to work for a month, how can you tell somebody that they're, they're wrong? You don't know. So I don't know how to feel about this entire situation about mental health issues on a tour. How do y'all feel? So this is how I put it into perspective for, I guess, myself and my understanding, right? Just focus on the entertainment world in general. Just just celebrities, right? Think about all the celebrities who may have needed a mental break, but back in the day that wasn't that wasn't, you know, normal to take. And those who ended up dead because of it. Fair. Those who ended up pushing themselves too far because of it. Mm-hmm. Right? If you think about what the the standard was uh-huh. in the entertainment world. So now it's more acceptable to say that, hey, I may need a mental day and they may actually need that. Right? It's just the same as in the regular world. If you go in the regular world, think about those who push themselves so far and they're so stressed and they keep working because they need to make that money. But then there's other ones who crack and go off the deep end and we'll hear about it in the news that something may happen. You don't hear about it as, I mean, you hear about it in the news, but it's it's more so common and less, um, not as much drawn to our attention because it's regular day folks are not compared as much to celebrities. They're not put on the same standard. That's my point in that with what you're saying, right? I agree with it. At the same time, the reason you don't hear about it nearly as much with regular folk, quote unquote, because I really, I never really liked the term regular folk, but I but, I understand why people use it. I think everybody's human. You know mm-hmm. how I am, right? Mm-hmm. Is it fair? And maybe you think it is to say, yo, some celebrities have lost their lives because of this, but quote unquote regular folk have as well. And, they, and, and most regular folk still don't have that opportunity to say, I need some mental health days. I, I don't think it's fair um, because I feel like there's also people who may be in the celebrity world who, whatever their contract is, they don't have that opportunity. Depending on who you're working with, you may not have the opportunity to say the same thing as Sean Mendez. If you're not on Sean Mendez level, what your contract says is, uh-uh, if you take off from this tour for a mental health break, you're going to lose this money. Sean Mendez may be in a place where he's not going to lose that money and he's a celebrity. So there are probably celebrities who are... You can't be. What do you mean? No, that's fair. I agree uh, with you. He's not going to lose anything. You know who? You know who yeah. is? All of those regular folk who are going out of their way to pay money to come see him, to get on flights to come see him. Who probably are. This means the who world to them. To... Who are prepared to see him? I got a phone call this morning actually from from a girl who who uh, called in because she was upset because she was on her way driving to a Shawn Mendes concert when he canceled. So she was like, why couldn't he figure this out earlier? Like, yeah, I wasted all this gas. Like, I was halfway there, and I got to turn around. And I was like, like, I don't know. I'm so sorry. Like, you know like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what to tell her, but it's just like, I'm sorry you had to go through that. Like, that kind of sucks. So it's a, it's a weird position. I definitely do think it's a very privileged, rich class type situation where you're able to do mental health, uh, like, breaks. I think that's a very rich thing and class, like, you know, like, privilege. That's basically the best way to put it mm-hmm. it's a privileged thing i think a lot of people who work nine to fives who are single moms single dads single whatever and they 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 have to make it work like they have to go to work you may have a shitty day you might just lose a family member you might just gone through a relationship breakup you might have gone through something this and this and that no one cares but, exactly go so to work. at the end of the day you got to go to work but you have a you're in a position where you can take a break I'm torn with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I do think that it's it's fantastic because we make we bring awareness to it. But at the same time, how many people are relying on Sean Mendes? You know what I mean? Not, not just like regular people who are going to his show, but also the people who are putting the show together, who are putting the production together, who are 
you know, putting that energy into like coming up with the the, the set designs, the, the stadium designs, and all this stuff. It's a lot and of it, people, and then it's gone. So it's like now tomorrow, it's just like holy shit. Like the the artist doesn't want to do it, so now I'm out of a job. So it's it's very difficult thing i think for shaman is to even decide to do but at the same time it's like what you said like mac miller could have used the fucking mental health break you know what i mean so it's just like it's it's a very crappy situation where you see the great things on both sides let me say this one thing and then i want you to talk speak to while you were shaking your head as much as yes mac miller could have used a mental health break avici could have used a mental health break but those are two people who are celebrities Right, right, right. How many people who are not celebrities could have used that same mental uh, health agreed. break? Right, right, right. But we just never heard of them. Right. But it's probably millions, and they had to go to work for a lot less with a lot less depending on them. But don't you think that somebody who's a statue of Shawn Mendes, who's no. able to do this, right, and make brings awareness to it, can provide a company to be like, hey, eventually our employees might go through something, and if they can ask for a mental break... They can do it because I don't. you I don't. don't think it opens the door for that? No, no, it doesn't. No, absolutely not. Katie, go ahead. And here's why. I'm not going to say society is stupid, but in the way, some of y'all are stupid because the reason why I was shaking my head no is that we, well, not me, but I know there's people who put so much value in what a celebrity does. Exactly. So what you said about the fan part, right? A fan calling in and say, why couldn't he tell me sooner? He's a human just like you. Exactly. Okay. Right, right, right. You don't know when mental health is, his, is coming. Yeah. Right. He's 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 a human just like you. But because you think he's a value that he owes you something because of what he does for his profession, at the end of the day, we're all one of the same species, right? So mental health is going to hit us. Like We're going to go through what we go through because we go through the same things. So you can't try to put someone at a higher status. And I think that people value celebrities more than we should value celebrities. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't, we don't treat them how I think we truly should treat celebrities. But she, I also, and when you bring it down, mm-hmm. it changes it. If you bring it down to perspective of this person is going through the same thing as you, then you can resonate more and be like, I get it. Their job may rely on me to provide for them, but that's not, you know, like yeah, they need I a do. break too. Let me add on to what you were saying more, even more specifically, bro. Um, things come down to value. Mm-hmm. I don't care about who you are as a human. What I mean by that is Kyrie Irving can say, I don't want to go to work because I don't want to get vaccinated. Right. You know what has to happen? They have to find a way to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Because Kyrie Irving is one of maybe 20 people in the entire planet who can play basketball like Kyrie Irving. You can't just go out and find another one. In all these millions of other positions in the world, Tell your job you don't want to get vaccinated and see what happens. Right. They don't, Kyrie Irving wasn't creating change. It's what he's capable of bringing, his value. Sean Mendez has value. Right, right, right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he can do that. Right. That ain't creating change for the millions of other people who are in positions where the company can say, I'll go find another you tomorrow. You're never going to get that opportunity to say, hey. That's true. You see what I'm saying? I'm going through something. I can't come to work. They don't give a shit. And that's why I think it can't be compared. That's the only reason why I think what Sean Mendes is going through can't be compared to what the average, quote unquote, American goes through. But with that said, Katie, keep that in mind, right? Like, and this is kind of playing devil's advocate, right? So we can mm-hmm. see it from both sides of the perspective. Some people would say Sean Mendez is extremely talented, gifted. The shit you do is not that hard. Right? Like, you getting on a stage and singing. 
I'm I'm just yeah, I'm, no, you no, see no, what I'm saying? You, I'm I, just I speaking get, to what yeah. some people will say. Right. Some people will say, I gotta get up, climb this building, build some shit, put some if I make a mistake, I'ma die. Right. I might fall and kill myself. Like there are people who have jobs where they are literally risking their lives every day. Doctors. You know what I'm saying? I gotta go do a surgery. Somebody's open in front of me. If my mind is fucked up, this person might die. Nobody's gonna die if Shawn Mendes gets on stage and sounds like Giveon once or twice. Nobody dies. You just got to get up there and get on a mic and sing. You should do that in your sleep. What's the problem? And you got millions of people counting on you, and you got millions of people that literally their jobs depend on you showing up. Why would you not? Just playing devil's advocate. That's yeah, my other that, thing. I also, I was, I was so confused by that because why do you cancel your entire tour? Like, why don't you just cancel like the next three shows? No, because no. You know what I mean? See, now you're trying to can't put a limit on mental health. That's now, now you're saying because you're an entertainer, you should still show up. If my mental health is fucked up, I'm not, I'm not going to do just a break for three shows. Like I know when I'm about to snap, I can't do that shit. Like I'm, I know what I can and cannot do. Right. But I, of course, cause I do it because it's my job, but I can't just be like, Oh, I would just cancel three. Sh-. If your mental health is that fucked up, then you you but you take just, it on a week by week basis. That's the way I'm looking at and it. And you're least. a different perspective for because him. we don't have a privilege. Yeah, and that's the bullshit in it. That's why it is. you see what I'm saying. Like when my grandma died, you think I wanted to come in and tell jokes? You no. think I was cool in two weeks? I was fucked up for a year and a half of my life. I had to go to work. <laughs> Period. Or I was gonna lose my job. There's no if ands or buts about it. That's like the death of someone who raised you. There's there's no more pain than that. I don't know what that brother is going through, but I just do wonder if we are getting to a point where we are letting the privileged get off a little too easy and we're not holding them accountable the way we should be and the way we would someone who was in a less privileged position. I think there's always going to be those people who will slip through the cracks where it really may not be the case when they admit it, right? That's just going to happen. Just like the person who calls out of work because they was just... They just needed a day off, right? You know, it's going to happen where there's going to be the people who slip through the cracks. But at the same time, just because a certain celebrity has a higher value than we would like to see doesn't mean we shouldn't discredit what they actually may be going through. We still have to give the benefit of the doubt sometimes. And if this is something that he's not, he's never done, like I I would understand it if it's something that he's done multiple times in the past, right? But if mm-hmm. it's something that is a one-off, if this is Sean Mendez's first offense, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and be like, okay. Now, I may not like it because I may be a fan, but at the same time, I'm going to have to accept it because everyone should still take care of their mental health. Right. You know, no matter if you're a celebrity or not, if you got to do what you got to do for you, then at least okay. from a perspective of somebody who does deal with anxiety and, like, a lot of mental health stuff, and, like, there's certain days where I literally feel, like, shit and I don't want to do anything. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to be in bed. I think that, like, I'm hoping, that's what I was saying, like, I'm hoping that somebody who has this amount of followers and can bring awareness to, like, hey, sometimes we need a break, can create a movement and can create awareness to, like, there are people who need a break sometimes. You know what I mean? That's at least my being, like, you half full glass kind of guy that's the way i'm looking at it at but sometimes you don't need a celebrity to do that you can do that yourself and start the movement but i'm saying as, as a company yeah, you're gonna get fired though right Col- look at colin kaepernick and he was a celebrity but he still started a movement and though. got fired and then it's still in the end in the end he didn't end up broke 
That's because he, he, he was already rich, time. Katie. But we are speaking no, to I'm people saying, who are not in that privileged position. That's what I'm saying. You can't start no movement with no bread. That's true. And you replaceable. Civil rights, they did it. Go ahead, well, go ahead, go ahead. Open your job, no thinking you the queen. Talking about you must not know about me. No, they know. They right. know, and they can have another you in a minute. Matter of fact, he'll be here in a minute. Baby. But then at that point, it's how. <laughs> you're so foul. It's, it's true. It's how much Not you're willing true. to fight for the cause then. Yeah. I... If you're willing to lose everything for start a movement and for the cause, then and power you, to you. And you know who's not going to help you get back on your feet? All of the people you was fighting for. But that's but we. we that's but the, then there's also going to be people that's going to support you, though. Katie, you. Romeo ain't coming outside. Of course not. I know who he is, though. I'll come out as long as it's the I wouldn't, winter. I wouldn't expect right. That's true. All right, Gary, okay. what you wanted to add, my dude? I think I think it's a little bit of a tricky situation, right? Because unfortunately, I feel like you have people who really are going through mental issues. Mm-hmm. But just like everything else, it's become a trend. You know, it's become a trend for people to play on mental health to get out of things. That's what I was speaking to. To be completely honest with you. So it's kind of tricky because some people may be going through some things, but some people may just be saying these things because it's the cool thing to say. It's an excuse. That's, that's it's an easy but, excuse. And, and that's yeah. exactly what I said yeah. earlier. That's, yeah. that's my whole it. principle with once people realize that you can say my back hurts and there's no way that they can hook you up to a machine to determine if your back actually hurts, everybody knew that was the game. Yeah, as soon yeah. as you get into a little car accident, my back... But, my thing is, that's nothing new. That started when people originally started taking sick, sick days. People have been doing that for years. That's nothing new that people want to take advantage of a situation when it doesn't apply to them. That's not new. The taking advantage part is definitely not new, but the taking advantage of the mental health wave it's is just, certainly oh, new. Because you're just going to add a new excuse? It's still an excuse? Yeah, but it's the it's the greatest excuse ever, Katie, because if you used to call in, remember back in the day, you would call in <laughs> with the fake cough. <laughs> Yo, I got the flu. Well, we know the flu ain't going to last but however long, mental health, you ride that shit for 20 years if you really want to. Who going to tell you that it's over? You know right. what I'm saying? That's what makes it tricky. Who's next? Shout out to Lil Duvall. Um, so Lil Duvall is a comedian, for those who don't know, who was recently in the Bahamas. And he was on a four-wheeler and he was hit by a local resident with their vehicle and he broke his leg and he had to actually be um, flew to a children's hospital where they were caring for him. And and for whatever reason, Katie thinks it's um, really funny. Um, obviously, we are wishing him the best of luck in this scenario. He is a comedian, so we're hoping he breaks a leg. We just want... <laughs> Nah, he's, he said that joke himself. <laughs> he did, he did. He said, yo, yo, Romeo has laughed at some of the most inappropriate <laughs> times. And now all of a sudden, he want to he wanna be dead serious. Nah, I'm steady with my short king, bro. Huh? I'm standing up for my short king. <laughs> That's oh. what's going on here. Yeah, bro. Now, nah, all jokes bro. aside, Lou Duval nah. is my guy, man. Every time I see this dude, it's a rose fest. He would appreciate these jokes. Trust me. <laughs> this is who he is as a person. I promise. And I've heard he's doing good. He's he's, he's recovering. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. But he did get the children's hospital <laughs> and broken leg joke off on his own. And that was funny. That's good. But no, yeah. speedy recovery. Absolutely. To Lil Duval, which shouldn't be difficult. Most short dudes are, are fast. Um, You don't have speed? <laughs> Go on. You don't have speed, though? Who's next? Go no, you, on. Got speed. you got speed? You, you got to answer it. the question? Go ahead. Answer it. Yeah, I'm fast. I know. 
Why y'all be y'all the legs be moving? <laughs> All right, that's not why I'm shouting Lou Duval out though. I'm actually shouting him out because I'm curious as to what y'all feel about this tweet. So it's come, I should say, it's been brought to my attention that there's somewhat of a new wave where there are certain women who don't feel like it represents them accurately to walk out of a restaurant with a to-go box. Hmm. This is the thing. Now, I can't say where I got this idea from, but I brought it up, and there were women that were around me that was like, not as facts. I know mad women who feel that way. Like, I will not walk out of a restaurant with a to-go box because, and I asked them why, and they really couldn't give me a logical answer. But basically, it, uh, I guess it brought down their uh, feng shui a bit. Like, I don't do to-go boxes. And so. Does it depend on the restaurant? No, they just don't do it. Like, like you're at a you know what I mean? Like, it's Friday. beneath me. Oh, God. See, so, so I had questions, right? <laughs> Romeo, like. First of all, you should only be able to do it in certain restaurants, right? Right, right, right. right. Like you can't walk out of Applebee's saying that a to-go box is beneath me. My other thing was, if you didn't pay for your meal, well, why wasn't that beneath you? <laughs> right? So I asked these women, and they was like, nah, like, I ain't going to pay for the meal, but I ain't going to take a to-go box either. So then I saw Lou Duvall's tweet, which was, the majority of the self-proclaimed boss women... He didn't say women. He said the B word, but I'm going to say women. Are being taken care of. Let that wash over you. How do y'all feel about that? When are y'all going to learn? Some men are just slow. Okay, because the women who's like, I'm not going to take a to-go box out with me. Mm-mm. Are trash. Okay, throw them away. Stop fucking with them. So they are the to-go box that they don't want to take. They are. Okay. They are the leftovers. They are booty call hours. You only call them during booty call hours, women. That's it. I'm going to piss two to off. That's it. Like, I'm tired of these women. No, because they're making it hard for the other women who are real. Talk your shit. Like, okay, y'all Bubba. are making Talk it your hard. Shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you want to be a kept woman in mm. eye candy, and all you want is your sugar daddy because you're not intelligent enough to do what you need to do to maintain your rent and your car note payment. Like, yeah. I'm tired of y'all. These are non-substance women. These are women's women who have no substance about them, who were raised to only chase men and not chase their goals. That's the type of women that he's tweeting about. Mm. And it's it's crazy because there's some men who will still fall for the trap. Okay. Oh, you right. Because they're going to trash. Oh, my God. Oh, they're annoying to me. Because they make it bad for men like me who out here looking for a real one who can hold it down. And I'm going to still take care of you because you earn that, not because you just want that. And now I feel (laughs) a way too. And now we both are here, man. But think about it. These women are the same women who had to sit on a Delta flight in Comfort Plus with her ass out because she couldn't sit on her ass because she just got a BBL. You heard? All right? Like, she, because she's trying to fit in with the standard of the fucking Kardashians because she's not an original bitch. Stand up the whole flight now. Come on. Like, I'm tired of these women. That's just annoying because I know the type of women. I know the type of women. They're the ones with the Instagrams like, "Mm, look at me. Bitch, of looking at did you, you graduate high kids. school? Like, 
They got three kids that they're hiding from you, too. They hiding three kids from you. Don't think they ain't got no kids. They're hiding their children. And don't think I think you on that trip by yourself. Post that man that paid for the trip. Their mm. mother is raising their child as their own child. It is a Mercedes <laughs> experience. Call it P-Valley. You heard? You guys good? <laughs> that, was, that was a therapy session for y'all. I, don't, I just wanted to match her energy. <laughs> I'm not going to leave. Katie's inner voice came in, bro. <laughs> you are. I wasn't going to leave out here by herself. Yo, which you know I got your back. I was now, who else? Who else? Who <laughs> Who's else? That? Yo, yo, point him out. Now, nah, you want to get Romeo? Now, nah, what do you think? Wait, wait. And another thing. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? All right, it's time for the sicko award. He's so fake, but I'm so real. Before I bring my cousin Tavon in, <laughs> it's the perfect transition. Yes, sir. You see what I'm saying? Because he's a fucking sicko. <laughs> I told you, I'm the pod father. Why do you keep playing with me? You'll come for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the sicko award is going to absolutely every character in Sesame Street. Ooh. Sunny day. Can you tell me how to get to that racist ass? <laughs> what? La, 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 la. No, I don't care. No, I don't care. No, you're right. Okay. No, yeah, I don't yeah, care. No, no. I don't yep. eat sesame seeds no more. Uh, what? I'm not eating sesame bagels. Aww. What else got sesame in it? You not the cookie <laughs> monster? Hamburgers. <laughs> that no. little sesame on the buns. Nah, take them off. Huh? You not the cookie monster? Am I cookie monster? Who else? Bert? Ernie? <laughs> The Bert from Bert and Ernie, just to be, just, just, just to be clear. I just want to be very clear, okay? You know I'm talking about? Big Bird. Mm-hmm. Who else? I Elmo. I kind of liked Oscar. Yeah. Fuck Elmo. Hey, I think Elmo races. Of course you liked Oscar. You like Oscar the Grouch? I did, yo, because he ain't want nothing from you know none of y'all. He was cr- just trying to be homeless and be left alone. What's up? You know what's crazy about this? Is I saw a TikTok that how Sesame started for the black kids. Like early Sesame yeah. Street was tomato, influ- tomato, tomato. I know, isn't it crazy though? That is wild. Really, like, no, it's crazy ne- because Sesame Street was influenced by Black culture. So a lot of the early, like early, early, early stuff of, of Sesame Street. Yeah, it's but literally no. like that's why they're that's why they're literally in the fucking like mm-hmm. hood. Yeah, but no, Mo, you never asked your mom if she watched Sesame Street. No, because like our moms are the exact same age. Right. And my mother grew up on Sesame Street. They loved it. Like that's that was for them. What was for y'all, Barney? Oh no! Y'all I was, mean, I mean, y'all too yeah, young for te- Barney? no, technically Barney was, but I hated him. You did what? Yeah. I wasn't really that mad at Barney. I mean, no. I, at first I thought he was alright, and then I got tired of him. It was the I love you. Yeah, I was, was like, corny. nah, you gotta go, bro. Yeah, you it was gotta whack. go. I wasn't with that. He tried to bring Baby Bop in, and like nah. they're making a horror movie about him. They should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard he was fit. Barney? Selena Gomez said it in an interview once. You talking about the, the black dude that was in the suit yeah, or yeah, the yeah. voice? No, no, no. The black dude on the suit. There were two different people. Yeah, oh. I forgot Barney was black. The no. voice and the dude in the suit were two different. Yeah, well, that's true. What it's saying about Barney, this is about Sesame Street. <laughs> okay. Now, they embarrass way too many young black girls for me. I'm cool. I know y'all have seen the videos. They have gone viral. If you haven't, look it up. But there has been a $25 million lawsuit filed over the Sesame Place accusations from one of the parents. And mm-hmm. I'm rooting for her. I hope she gets mm-hmm. every dollar. Sesame mm-hmm. Street has to fix this. Now, I'm not saying that everyone on the street is racist, but I'm saying enough people are the where it became a thing. And so they have to fix it. How do you One, come up with the number? $25 million? Yeah. Yeah. Like, how do you come up with the number to racism? You know what I mean? I, like, like, 25? You know how? 
I'll say something racist to you, and then I'll go, huh, that was mean, huh? How's 10 million sound? What would you say? Mm, okay. That's say the number. <laughs> That's how it works. Give me another 10. Technically, right? Like, yes, how you come up with the number for anything? I think at this point, depending on who their lawyers are, they're comparing similar cases from the past that they can be like, well, someone won 20 million. I think we have a better um, case for 25 million. It's like NBA contracts, right? right? Like this guy gets something and then the next guy comes and he gets something and it just keeps going up 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 and away. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. You feel me? But um mm-hmm. until they fix this though, I'm I'm cool on all of them. Who do we miss? What's the count guy name? Count Dracula. Count Dracula. Do we miss any other the Sesame Street characters? Mm, no, you, you named said, them um... all. Even the, the two older people that used to stand on a stoop. Nah, they knew the racist was happening. <laughs> Little fake Felicia Rashad. What was her name? Oh, that woman. No, don't do her like that. Yo, Romeo doesn't even know who Felicia Rashad is. All right, my bad. All right, that's it too much. We out. I watched it in Spanish. Who's Felicia Rashad, Romeo? I don't know. I watched it in Spanish. You got to say it in Spanish. It was El Sesame Street. Hey, Felicia Rashad. <laughs> enough of that it's time to have uh have a party let's turn it up in here we're about to have some fun man it is about to be lit for the second half of the party check this out man this guy has been in my life for a very 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 long time i don't know exactly how long we've known each other but over 20 years i would imagine yeah it's about that and um wow this dude was there for like i mean pretty much all of it my entire journey started from the bottom now we here it's been a beautiful struggle We've been through it all, and <laughs> we had a moment where, well, the pandemic happened. Wasn't really sure what direction my podcast was going in, and so I brought him on to the podcast. So if you were listening to In a Moment back then or if you've gone back and listened to those episodes, I don't remember the name of them. I do believe one of them was the Slot Brothers, because <laughs> I remember <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I remember that. <laughs> For some reason, I remember that one offhand. But uh, his name is Tavon. I know him as Jers. Yeah. And, okay, so the episodes that you may find him on, I believe, was You Can't Give the Ass Back, Green Eggs and Ham and Hennessy, Whose Toe Was in Your Mouth, The Slot <laughs> Brothers, I Want to See the Master, Buy Dirty Butt, Clap My Queen, Save My Life, this is what you left me for. You were on quite a few episodes, bro. I now told that I'm looking you. Back. I you told was you right, it was Katie. A minute, yeah. yeah. You was right. So we was riding, and then eventually came the episode that was talked about all around the world. That's what it was. Romeo, you may not know this yet because you weren't a fan of mine. You were listening to other podcasts at that time. You had a podcast before I Wait. joined? Yeah. What? <laughs> That's Mo- the same shit that got him kicked off. <laughs> Keep playing. Don't make the hey, same we'll, mistake we'll, I made. We'll start it off. <laughs> Hey, Dude, you sound like you straight out of prison. <laughs> Yo, don't go to the places I've been, my guy. Yo, we was lit, though. We was riding for a few episodes, and then there was one episode in particular. Um, I did this episode called What the Fuck is My Life? And it was the most transparent I had ever been in radio at that point. And it wasn't to shit on my dude. It really wasn't. I'm going to keep it a buck. I was hurt. And... I just wanted to really get it off my chest. And I spoke to some people about it, and they advised me to do it. And I didn't want to do it, but they were like, just do it. 
And what happened was, when I did it, and I felt like, and you'll hear from him and how he received it, but when I did it, I felt like I wasn't trying to come at him. I was genuinely trying to show him what I felt like he did and how he could improve by never moving like that again. Mm-hmm. What I wasn't prepared for was literally that episode took my podcast to a whole nother place. Mm-hmm. Whole nother level. Bro, you know what's funny? I actually know about this. You do? Yeah. Why? Because I remember it. Because you brought it up to the big show, too. I to did. The big show. I did. Yeah. you was really hurt about it. I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it goes to show you, like, yeah. in entertainment, right? I remember this. People only care about the drama. Because I was doing mad episodes that were amazing. They were great episodes. They were funny. But when I came and I talked about it on the big show, and then I talked about what really went down... Yo, my podcast jumped up like 20, 30,000 listeners. Mm-hmm. So then that's when I realized, like, all right, you know what? I'm going to just be myself from here on out. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be transparent. Then I started talking shit about everybody I love. From there, yep. I lost all my friends and family. <laughs> but it got us to over a million listens. So what do you want me to do? Right? With that being said, if you have not listened to that episode, this is your moment to go back, and then you can join us here. It was... um. I don't know the number because it doesn't tell me that, but the episode, the name of the episode was What the Fuck is My Life? And it was June 16th of 2020. 2020. And, well, he's here. Round of applause. The man is here himself, ladies and gentlemen. So if you have always wondered whatever happened to the relationship between my cousin and I, who I was speaking about that day, well, today is the day we find out. Welcome to In the Moment. Tavon, what's up, family? Hey, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Never thought I'd be here again, especially with my attitude last time. <laughs> <laughs> well, me and Mo been involved in each other's life for what? A, a, a very, very long time. Now. I would say 20, 20 plus years. Like 20 like plus years yeah. now. And um, as soon as I met Mo, our relationship instantly just connected. You know, he is very talented when it comes to music. And at the time, music is something that I was trying to do as well. And I thought that there was nobody who can really outrat me until I met Mo. <laughs> and um, it's just Mo has always been my role model and just the person who I want to be as far as confidence, talent, mm. just being the best person that you can be. And when I seen Mo, I seen what I can be. And for these last 20-something years, Mo has been trying to... um guide me into being that and i'm very hard-headed and very stubborn so i don't listen all the time i've had a very bad sense of entitlement and not taking accountability for my own actions and blaming everything on everybody but i've done some growing over the past few years and um we all have brother a lot of that is because of the relationship that i have with mo i appreciate that okay you have um man we we definitely been through it all you name it, we've been through it from, I mean, just trying to create, whether it was content or trying to create a better life, mm-hmm. quality of life out of nothing, absolutely nothing. I still remember the days of literally being in the hood, sitting on that rough-ass couch, no padding, going to McDonald's. Shout out to Geraldine, who used to make our... Uh, <laughs> Geraldine was all, fine, all, too. Yeah, she was. used to try to bag Geraldine. She was never giving you no flavor, but she did give us the little dollar sandwiches with extra love. I don't know why I thought that was somebody's uncle, Geraldine. Yo, she like, had the wildest <laughs> name ever <laughs> for a, a young, woman? attractive woman. <laughs> yo, your name was really Geraldine, bro. Yeah. 
When he came to me and was like, yo, I'm trying to go holler at Geraldine, I thought he was out his damn mind. But I was like, yo. Man, we, we really went through it. So the journey has been amazing. And we can definitely speak to a relationship that has had its share of up and downs, but has always remained genuine. We've never faked with each other. And that's how we arrived at that moment on the podcast. And so... Yeah. I don't think we necessarily have to go through the details, per se, of what happened that led to the podcast, because that's what that episode is for. Yeah. But I am curious as to the first time you heard it, what you felt, and then how we ended up rectifying it. I've never listened to the whole episode. I wouldn't have either. I get it. To be At all? I agree. No, I've never listened to the whole episode. I always wondered if you did, oh. too. I always wondered if you did. <laughs> no. How far you got? Probably like 10 minutes. <laughs> Nah, you gotta go back that and listen was, to that. That wasn't the good part. Yo, that episode was fire. Yo, oh I my lying. god! Yo, I was tearing your ass nah, up. Nah, you <laughs> that's why. That's why. Ten minutes in. Yeah, I would have stopped too. Yeah, you would have stopped, bro. Yes. You would have listened as soon as I was like, "Yo, Romeo out his fucking mind." You would have just exited. Like, <laughs> it's like that. Mo's honesty is a different kind of honesty. It's the truth, but it's not necessarily what you want to hear at the time. And I knew I was wrong for how I handled that whole situation. To be completely honest with you, and. Um, if I could take it back, I just would take back that sense of entitlement, you know. I was just so happy to be put on a platform and somebody needing me that, you know, I just felt like what he built, some of it was mine and that wasn't the case, you know. I should have been more, um, I don't know the word to use for it right now. But humble? Yes, I should have d- definitely been more humble and I should have been more appreciative of what you were trying to do for me and... Um, looking back at it, I was very cocky. Looking back at it, I was very big-headed. And like I said, I had a big sense of entitlement. And it took for me to take some sense of accountability to realize that I was wrong for that whole situation. And I realized that our relationship is way bigger than us falling out over something like that. Way bigger than a podcast, too. Way bigger than a podcast. And you see, like, the same thing that happened with Desus and Merrill. You know? Like, they they had this friendship. And it why do you know. call that man Desus? I don't care. You what turned him fucking Spanish. <laughs> Romeo, you gonna let that fly? I just heard Medusa. I don't know what they talking about. Yeah, go ahead though, bro. But, um, just, you know, me and Mo stopped talking for a very, very long time after that. About a year. Yes. Mm-hmm. And not having him in my life affected me in ways that I didn't think it would affect me because that guidance that I needed, I wasn't getting. Just that kick in the ass that I needed, I wasn't getting. That reassurance that I used to get, I wasn't getting. And, you know, thank God we ended up communicating a year later and, 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 and you know, mending that bridge because having him back in my life was a blessing. Damn, a whole year went by? Yeah, yeah, man. Wow. And um, I appreciate you saying that because, you know what I mean? To keep it real with y'all, it's, it's a tough situation when... You have to try to find the balance between, okay, you have to be responsible with your platform, right? Mm-hmm. And you have friends and family whom you love dearly, and sometimes they hurt you. And there's no better therapy than to utilize your platform to speak to the things that they did in hopes that, one, they'll hear it and be better for it, and two, other people who may have gone through it will hear it and be better for it. And that was the first time I ever had to make that decision. And when I did it again for my best friend, whom is his cousin <laughs> as well. Talking about the Vegas trip? Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. 
<sighs> yeah. I don't even want to tell y'all how it felt being in the middle of that. Yeah. Yo, I don't even want to tell y'all. Yeah, it was that's crazy. It was rough, man. Yeah. It was rough. And I love both of these men, like, unconditionally. But brothers are going to be brothers, mm-hmm. you know? Who am I to say you're wrong or you're wrong? Just being in the middle of that, I don't want to say anybody's wrong. I kind of want to. was wrong, though. <laughs> he know. <laughs> oh, no, Katie, I'm sorry. <laughs> he know. All right, go ahead. It was a hard situation. Yeah, All right, I feel you. I'm right here with you. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, pride is um is trash, in all honesty. The older I get, I always say it's cool to lose your pride for your lady. It's never cool to lose your lady for your pride. It's the same thing with your friends, you know what I'm saying, or your cousins or whomever it may be. It's unfortunate. We hurt each other, and... You know, me and Romeo were talking one day. I don't even know if you remember, but you were like, bro, like, this is what you do. And people know that you do this. And so if they hurt you or if they cross you, they got to know what's coming behind it. You know what I mean? And you're right. And I feel that way. And I still feel that way. Sometimes I question on if I really should get on air and be this transparent Mm -hmm. and this honest. And then other times I don't because they could go get that fake bullshit from anywhere else. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is who I am. And I never speak to hurt somebody. I may speak from hurt, but I never speak to hurt anyone. If anything, it's an attempt to say, hey, here's how I saw it. Here's what I wish you would have done. And maybe it'll actually help you. Not tomorrow, not next week, but at some point. And if it's real, I think it always gets back to where it's supposed to be, and it actually gets stronger. You know what I'm saying? It's like a broken bone. If you scientifically, when a bone heals, it's stronger than it was. Right. And I think relationships are the same way. You have to test them. You have to challenge them. If we've never been through anything, then how in the hell do we know exactly how strong we are? Mm-hmm. And so mm. I spoke towards what I felt, not knowing if we would ever speak again, but I was pretty confident that someday he'd realize the error in his ways, and so would I. And we'd grow from it, and we'd be here to talk about it. And I don't know if I was right about anything else, but I'm happy that I was right about that. And so here we are, attempting to be better people. And I think that's important in life to realize that you are going to hurt the people who love you, and the people who love you are going to hurt you. And it's important to point those things out, but it's even more important to have grace and be forgiving and develop a stronger bond in the end. Touche. Yeah. That was beautifully put. That was, that was really, really, really well put. Thank you. Yeah. So, after that, you started a podcast with your girl. Hey. <laughs> yep. And thought you could compete with me and Katie. <laughs> wait. Wait. Whoa. Whoa. Wait. Whoa. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Why'd you put it <laughs> That's what I do. You know it's never going to It's always going to end No, 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 no. You know it's always going to end It's me. Katie, you ain't know they was trying to compete with us. I didn't know there was a competition, and I didn't know he started a podcast with his girl. What? You ain't know they thought they had the chemistry that you and I got? Just to clarify, I didn't think there was any competition, because there is. (laughs) (laughs) Not no more. Um, Because of Mo, I fell in love with podcasting, Mm -hmm. you know, during that, you know, little short span that we were doing it, and I wanted to try to do something on my own. Um, But due to my lack of consistency and drive, it just didn't pan out the way I wanted it to pan out. It was just your consistency. You have yes. everything it would take to do it, just like a lot of people. And we speak about that all the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. But consistency is just as important as anything else, and you have to want it so bad that you are just never going to stop. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm joking as far as the competition thing. But I do, before we get back into the business of partying, want you to speak to Katie about the difficulty in being my partner. <laughs> because Katie is like the closest person to me since I got to Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a very easy person to be close to. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, offer Katie some advice, man. <laughs> Mo is the best at bringing out the stupidity of everybody. Okay, let's talk about it. Go ahead. The absolute best. Uh huh. He oh will. God. He That's will expose the stupidity in mm-hmm. every single mm-hmm. individual, mm-hmm. and that is probably the hardest thing to deal with. Okay. That's the hardest thing. For me, for me, Katie, do your shit now. Me, I just just, talk your shit now. I just wondered. Ask him, he right there. Nah, you said that's that's the hardest thing for me. But I've known him for a very long time, so anything that you feel like, you know, just just talk to me. Okay. But y'all want me to leave the room or some shit? I gave y'all the opportunity (laughs) to do whatever it is you got to do. So you're saying the hardest thing is that what he'll pull out of you? Yes. I don't think Katie has ever, most people haven't. So I don't think Katie has ever been around a dynamic personality like me. No. You mean, you mean an alpha male? Yes. Because you are the alpha like, of alpha males. I, I, yep. don't, I don't give a fuck. You know that to just be me all the time. Yeah. That's why you're not understanding what she's trying. You see, I'm building the bridge all right, for y'all so, to talk shit about me. So Romeo, here's where I, I feel. Do this. I got it. Look, Godfather. I know that Mo is the type of dude who doesn't give a fuck about any scenario, right? Mm-hmm. And that's who he is. And I know that part. <laughs> But sometimes, not all the time, sometimes we're more enhanced. And when it's more enhanced, I don't know how to handle the situation for other people that may be around. And I'm like, because I get it. Like, I understand who he is at that same time. But there's been moments where I'm like, I don't know how to react in this. And I feel embarrassed. But he's just being him. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, this feels weird for me because I'm not used to that. Yeah. And so in that moment, I'm like, I'm uncomfortable because I'm just not used to who Mo truly is. Even in a more enhanced situation. Do you feel like there's no reasoning with him in some certain situations? No, there is now. There is now. When I first met him, I felt like there wasn't, but no, there isn't. Okay, yeah. okay. Because once his mind is made up... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you cannot change Listen, it. there is, it is nothing you can nope. do I'm sorry. Or no. say. He gonna stay <laughs> on it, right? He gonna, he's like, no. Nope, yes. That's, okay. Yes. Okay. Okay, that's not even what she was saying. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> everybody in here. Hey, it's a three to four vote right now. <laughs> I know my way. Seriously. But I, I I mean, well, that's true. Oh, that's true. But I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I don't think Katie was speaking to that, though. I think Katie's speaking yeah. more to um, the essence of, like, Katie's a people pleaser. Yeah. So are you. Yeah. And Mo. I'm not. Yeah, exactly. He's not. Like, like when Katie says, like, she uses words like embarrassed. Perfect word to use. Mm-hmm. I'm never embarrassed. You know why? I don't give a fuck what people think. Mm-hmm. I never have. That's like a cage to me. I'm terrified to ever be embarrassed. Because if I'm embarrassed, that's me admitting that I care what everyone around me thinks. That's Katie's makeup. Mm-hmm. That's most people's mm-hmm. makeup. Mm-hmm. That's your makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never been wired like that. So every room I walk in, I'm very different than everybody in that room. And I already know that. That is not some shit that I expect everybody to get. You have had to have been around me 20 years for that to be normal. To you, that's probably normal shit. Yeah. Like you just said, you just told a story to Jay. We was in a store, person cut the line, got in front of everybody. Ten people in the line, nobody said nothing. They just let it happen. I walked over, tapped dude on the shoulder. Saw that. Get behind me, my guy. And he's looking like, what the fuck? 
You see what I'm saying? And, yeah. it, and it, to, to, to Katie, that might have been embarrassing. Right, 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 right. To me, that's like, fuck you. Yeah. That's the right thing to do to me. So, you see what I'm saying? That's literally like who I am. I can't change. Yeah. And I think that's what you was trying to say, no? Yeah, in a way. Because, so for me, at first, when I first met you, I didn't know how to adapt to that because I wasn't used to that. Mm-hmm. Right? Especially being from the South. Because exactly. that's some real up north New York There's shit. only one other person in my life that I had to make that adjustment to. And it's my best friend, Brandon. He's the only guy that has the same mentality as you, Mo. Yeah, I can you see that. You and Brandon are one and the same. I can see that, yeah. And he, when I first met Brandon, we bumped heads. Because like, bro, you, you know? And it took me a while to adjust. And so when I first met Mo, it took me a while to adjust because that's not what I was used to. And I was like, who raised you? But no, it's just him being his authentic self. The streets. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fact. They don't see that's another side of me. They don't really yeah, know. I no. I have no idea, do y'all? I don't want to no know. Clue. So yeah. <laughs> they don't I don't know, know who this is. Clue, but it, it's like the <laughs> longer I've been around him, now the more that I understand and I've adjusted. And I'm like, okay, this is just who you are. We're just two different people on two different sides of the spectrum. That's it. Yeah. Like imagine you know? that imagine that for a second. Like the version of me that you had to adjust to the whole oh shit, this man different. That was like tame me. I was like the calmest I'd ever been in my life. Oh my God. It gets he's, worse. He's, yeah, okay. Oh my God. That man saw the tiger in his prime. That <laughs> <laughs> was a monster. But now nah, we'll talk about all that off mic. Who's next? All right, let's get down to business. You ready to part with us for the rest of the yeah. time we have? Yes, I'm ready. Yeah. You going to keep your sexy voice or you going to actually dig in and, you know, do some work? I'll probably go in and out. I right, say less. <laughs> i probably go in and out. I'm just being That's right. we all talk like this. You know, at the end of the day. <laughs> I don't being even sexy. think I sound sexy, but thank y'all. I but it's, it's something do. about me being in Atlanta. Or right. Right. Hey, we're not <laughs> I get my features out in Georgia. Yeah, <laughs> you, you don't, don't come for my vocals. You get Stop. Your... <laughs> Stop. Oh, Stop. Talk your shit, Romeo. Stop. Oh, he got to do the Usher challenge, too, then. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know he wanted Romeo's spot. Nah, nah. Nah, Romeo took his spot. Uh, Romeo took the spot he always wanted. I Rome, didn't know. Listen, oh. Rome, Yo, what? Romeo's hilarious, bro. Romeo is a amazing fit for That's this not what podcast. you said behind his back. So you see he's trying to start a narrative, right? <laughs> you see he's trying to start something crazy, right? I'm no. playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> That's crazy. Nah, Romeo know I be playing. <laughs> I appreciate right. that, though. Let's talk about relationships. What the fuck, Tudor? What is wrong with you? Well, but you laughing at people in relationships now. That's where you at? Wow. You in one. Yo, you are wild in the last couple weeks. I it's want you to know that. It's been a rough month. I already know. <laughs> I already know. I am curious to what y'all think about this, though, right? Like, let's talk about what is compromise really look like mm. in a relationship. Follow mm. me. Okay. I saw a podcast debate a scenario where if your significant other wanted to get a tattoo... And you didn't appreciate or approve of the tattoo. And you said to them, if you get that tattoo, I'm leaving. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that controlling? Is that compromise? What does that look like? And I'm going to add this before we go around the room. Today on the big show, there was a lady who called in and she felt a way about the fact that her husband was looking at nude pictures of women. Mm-hmm. Right? And I don't know the full story, but let's just say, for sake of the conversation, that this is something he was always doing. Okay. Right? Let's say he was going to the strip club when you met him. He was looking at nude pictures when you met him. Now, if you want to make the man a 
dirty man for looking at naked women or whatever the case, that's a whole nother debate. That's fine. Not here to debate that. Right. But if that's the guy you got into the relationship with and you say to him, you can't do that because relationships are about compromise. So if I say you can't do it, you have to stop because that's what I heard one of the callers say. I was confused in my mind because I wasn't sure if that was compromise. That sounds more like do what I want mm-hmm. or this doesn't work. Right. Like, it sounds like a different C. sounds like control, not Exactly. Compromise. So mm-hmm. with that being said, what exactly is compromise in relationships and what is that supposed to look like? When I think of compromise, I think two people coming together to address a situation. If whatever the situation is, if it bothers one of the person or the other person, them sitting down and saying, hey, this is how I feel about this situation and how I dislike you doing this or how it makes me feel uncomfortable. Another person saying, I understand where you're coming from. And because of that, I'm willing to switch it up for you. That's compromise. It's when you both have a sit down conversation about what one another thinks the problem is. It's not, hey, I don't like this. Do what I say and how I do. Because like you said, that's Mm -hmm. controlling. But when you both sit down and come to agreement together, that is what I see as compromising. I also feel like as a compromise, like you're both giving up something to get something, if that makes sense. It does. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's what a true like compromise is. You may not get 50-50, you know what I mean? But one of both of y'all might have to give up something in it to get to still get a little bit of what you want at the end of the day. And I think that's truly what a compromise is. Hey, listen, I'll do this for you. If you do this for me, you still get what you want. I get what I want in a little bit and we make it work. I think it's just really two people coming up and just giving up, uh, giving up a little bit of something to get a little bit of something else that they want. I like how Romeo put that. Because it's like, if I tell you that I feel uncomfortable with something, I expect you as my partner to make the necessary adjustments to make sure that I am comfortable going forward. But if you continue to do those things and I tell you that I'm uncomfortable with it, that's just utter disrespect at that point. So that's the conversation of is that control or is that compromise? Because listen to what you said, right? Like Romeo said, we both get something out of it. Yeah. But if you say to your lady, yo, if you do that again, I'm out. Mm Mm-hmm. You're forcing her to stop. Yeah. Mm. You see what I'm saying? You're that's not giving her an option. That's a different ballgame. So which is what a lot of people do. And I'm not just saying you personally. I'm yeah. just saying I think that is the language that a lot of us use in relationships of, yo, if you do that again, I'm going. And obviously right. we're not talking about cheating or something like that. But like if, yo, if you get a tattoo or if you look at naked pictures of men, women, whatever, I'm gone. I had the scenario see- with my girlfriend, actually. Remember, I think I talked about it where she wanted to get a tattoo, a, a portrait of her dad because mm-hmm. her dad passed away and and she wanted to get a portrait of him. And I, I was very like, mm, I wouldn't want you to do that. Like, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like if we're being intimate and we're doing things like I wouldn't want to be looking at your dad like on your body. But would you leave her if she got it? No. That's, That's the, difference. the difference. You okay. see what I'm saying? Because you can yeah. say, hey, I don't like that. You know what I mean? Okay. Right. And if she says, I understand why you don't like that, but here's why I need it. Mm-hmm. Y'all are trying to compromise to figure something out. Mm-hmm. But if the moment you say it's disrespectful and I'm out, that feels more like control. It's, it's even a step further. It's not control. It's pos- possession. 
It's mm. you're my person. Mm. And as my person. Do what I say. Do what I say yeah. because I want you to be for me. I don't want you. And not realize yes. you're an individual. See, I don't want to love you for who you are. I want you to be the person that it's easier for me to love. Mm. That's it. That don't feel like compromise. And I feel like that's where a lot of people come from. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. A lot of people forget that they're dating an also individual. Right, 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 right. And right. they want to hold on to this possession. That person's not your possession. You're supposed to come together as a unit, one individual and another individual. Especially if it's something they were doing before they met you. Right. It, it can be something that some people consider gross. Fine. Some people don't like the strip club. Some people don't think looking at naked pictures of men or women is cool. And don't get it twisted. I'm not the strip club guy. I'm not the look at naked women guy. That's very easy for me. But to the men who, to the men who do appreciate it, I'm glad you feel that way. Why should it be fair, right? Like if you're a strip club guy. Yes. You like looking at naked women. Big booties. So if he gets into a relationship like dead ass, right? Right. That's what he do. Is it fair to marry him and then now expect him to stop? No. No. The compromise would be like, listen, baby, you want to go to the strip club, all right? You can't go Wednesday through fucking Saturday, all right? You can either go on Wednesday or on Saturday night, but you keep it to one night a week. That's so that the compromise. Touche. <laughs> you see? And also, I like that. a lot Touché. of people have to remember, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Especially so, not this one. That's a fact. Because you ever seen an old dog? They don't even move. Bro, they don't, so, they don't want to do shit. More than likely, when you meet that person, depending on where they are in their age, they're already setting their ways. So either they're going to be willing to compromise with you. But other than that, that's who they are. Mm-hmm. And if you really love them and want to be with them, you're going to accept them who they are. Because they're not going to change out of the blue. Mm. And that's just as important for you to know as the person who's trying to do the controlling. Mm-hmm. Say less. I think we cleared that. Yeah, that's mm. real. I know to the week. Yo, I'm I'm curious. Um, how do you want your new significant other's ex to look? Now, it could be male or female, but in this room, it would be female because of everyone is who who is here. So I'm curious. When you because I don't do it. Mm-hmm. I I do not look at the ex of my girl, right? But if you do get a girl and you happen to see her ex, you want him to look like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, Scott, I get it. I want him or you want like him to Scottie look like Pippen. absolute trash juice. I want him to look like Scottie Pippen. What is, I don't know what Scottie Pippen looks like to he, you. He's ugly. You want, you want your girl's ex to be trash? Yes. Why? Because it makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> so you don't want your girl's ex to be Michael B. Jordan? No. Mm. Okay, Romeo? Same. Same. I wouldn't want to be Michael B. Jordan. No, no, no. Get out of here. Roma man's. But <laughs> I truly, honestly, bro, I think I would like my ex's, or I mean, not my ex, uh, what is it, my girlfriend's ex, to have a similar look to me. You're a narcissist. <laughs> but, yes. You want, you want your girl's ex to be Bruno Mars. <laughs> I don't look like Bruno Mars. Leave the door, the door open. open. 
That's what you, Let me join this one. I know no, this no, one. No, no, no. He can't wait to get his vocals off. No. Ever since they said he had the I'll best. Right. Usher, he's like, any chance I He can't get. wait. That, that finger go right to the ear. Oh, we singing? Oh, what? What? Wait, really? <laughs> what are we doing? You want, why you want that? You wanted to feel like, yo, oh, she got a type and it's me? Yeah, bro, because one time I dated this girl, right? And like her type was completely different than who, that the way I looked, like completely different than what you I looked. You feel like she leveled up? That's how you should have felt. I know. You That's know how what? I feel. You know what I mean? I want the motherfucker to be ugly as hell. You right. <laughs> you right. right. <laughs> so before I go to Katie, because I want to address this. Wait, no, no, no. Actually, Katie, give me your answer real quick. I don't give a fuck. You want to know why? No, because see, your answer is going to make you grow up. <laughs> okay, I don't want okay. them to grow up yet. Okay, okay. You just wait. You <laughs> wait right there. I want to be a kid. <laughs> so I get where y'all coming from, right? But no yeah. point, no, like, no part of y'all feels like, it could just be me. You look at your girl, your queen, and then you look at her ex, and he look like trash juice, and you don't feel like, damn, I'm out of your league. <laughs> like, you don't feel like, I wow, feel like everybody you really hit the lotto with me. <laughs> now I don't even look at you the same. You dating <laughs> ugly trash juices ass woman. <laughs> How did you stumble upon such a creation? Such as me. Katie I'm Wilder. so sorry. <laughs> Yo, this is I'm playing crazy. devil's advocate here. Nah, but yeah, you're no, you're kind of right. <laughs> I mean, I'm just yeah, I wouldn't feel like that. I feel like everybody makes mistakes and he was your mistake. Ooh. Okay. Then you see the other one and he was worse. <laughs> then what do you do then? Everybody makes multiple mistakes. <laughs> oh no. And I'm nah, man. I, no, I you wish... know what the truth is in that case? You're just ugly too and don't want to accept it. <laughs> Why would you do him like that, man, bro? I'm just saying, if you look at your girl's exes and all of them ugly. That's a fact, actually. You think, you know yo, come on, son. There's something that you don't want to admit to yourself. You're making me think a way I don't want to think right now. That's, That's true, what I bro. do. Because I've always said all my exes are pretty pretty. What? What? You just pretty, pretty. Are, they, are they hot, 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 dude? <laughs> I know what I said. Katie, school us. So for me, I don't care. Now, first of all, I have an ex whose ex was ugly as fuck. And I called her ex One Dread. And she hated it. And I was like, I ain't need a One Dread. <laughs> That's he had it hanging by one strand. I was like, why did you date this man? Like, he couldn't even get a retwist. That boy had a pigtail in the front. Yo, it was ugly as shit. (laughs) So (laughs) I thought you was grown. What are you doing now? What? It was terrible. But then I've also dated women who their exes were decent. You don't care. But I don't care because, first of all, I know my features are flawless and unique and one of a kind. And you're not gonna get another one like me. You heard? So Mm. I don't care who you dated before me. Tell him pop up liquor. I, I meant to say pop tart. <laughs> I said pop. I was like, "What's a pop up?" <laughs> See what happens when you be hating and it don't go your way. That's how I look right there for all of y'all who keep hating on it in the moment. <laughs> Take a page out of Romeo's book. Or sit your hating ass down somewhere. That's, that's Continue, crazy. Katie. But honestly, when you're unpressed and unbothered, and you know that you're the prize, it don't matter who you dated before me. Who give a fuck? Say if less. I appreciate you and I'm with you, I'm with you. And if right. we break up, that's what it is. Confidence. I like that. Yeah. All right. Y'all sticking with your original answers? Yo, I still want the motherfucker to be ugly. Me too. Right. Me too. All right, All right. Who's next? All right, tweets of the week. Want to be very clear. These tweets do not come from us. 
And these are not our words, but they are the tweets of the week. Y'all ready? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. I know them sharks ate good that night. The Titanic sunk. Ooh. You think they ate people up? Yeah. Yes, The, yes, Romeo. S- the sharks Absolutely. tore that ass up. Yes, yes. It just the sounds buffet. like a miserable meal because they all froze. It's meat for the fish. They don't care. They're in the it's water. They're in the meat. water, bro. This is what y'all want to argue about? Oh my God. This is the yeah, one? Yeah, yeah right. This go is on, what's going to break up the band? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Y'all seen what happened to Deezus and Mero. And y'all want to... Y'all want to break in a moment up over her tweet about the Titanic? <laughs> Kamala recovering from a BBL, because where's she been? <laughs> hey, yo. Oh, we did it, Joe. We got the BBL, Joe. Hey. Okay. <laughs> no, but for real, what the fuck? She now the she, vice, no, she's the vice up. president, right? Yeah, she showed up when he got COVID, because she knew... You know that was her time to show. Somebody says she been in a in a White House getting silk presses her whole term. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I can't cancel him because y'all don't know his ad. <laughs> we'll put it on the screen. <laughs> They're gonna be in the Apple comment and the other one full of himself too. I just don't know his name. Shut your hating ass up. Oh man. Who's next? Now it's time for B and B. This is B and B on in the moment. Two parts to B and B, and then we going home. The first one is Prozac orgasms. Hey, yo. All right, up. right, Katie, take it away. All right, so today the lovely Romeo and I were sitting in the studio as we do every day working. So as we were sitting in the studio, of course, the engineer busts in. And it's like boom. Yep. Romeo, what drugs you on? He's like Prozac. He's like you heard of Prozac orgasms, and we like what? Mm-hmm. Huh? What's what? a Prozac? Well, yeah, say it five times, Katie, fast because you couldn't say it once. Prozac orgasm, Prozac orgasm, Prozac orgasm, Prozac or. <laughs> yeah, yep, I yeah. didn't think you right, do it. Anyhow, Continue. Um, and he says, "Have you heard about the Prozac orgasms?" Of course, I have not. I right. am a classy individual. And he said, "Those who took this drug could orgasm based off of anything when such they yawned, as, such as yawning." If you were on Prozac and you yawn, you would oh. orgasm. Sure, it's not a him thing. No, so we did research, and then we didn't find an didn't article. How'd you do the research? But did you give Romeo Google. Prozac and no. ask him to yawn? No, Google. Yeah, I popped no. my pill, and what then happened? I yawned, and nothing happened. I was disappointed. Mm, okay. And then after that didn't work, you Googled it? Yeah. And then what happened? So then it took a deep dive, but there actually was, there's several antidepressant drugs that also triggered like some of them they tell you that you have a lack of a libido Mm -hmm. but there's some where everything will trigger your libido Mm. and prozac was one of those drugs where it would just trigger your libido can you imagine bro like you're you're in the morning you come into the burke show yeah i can't imagine that. and then you stretch right yeah you stretch and you're like "Uh, uh and then you (laughs) bust a nut yo fam you heard him turn into maxwell <laughs> yeah, this man's what? <laughs> no, I can't imagine that, Romeo. Isn't it crazy though? That is wild. That is wild. When are you gonna try it? Be honest with us. Next time I'm in the studio, I'm gonna stretch for y'all. Can Please somebody don't give ever me, stretch for can me? Can somebody give me a Prozac to borrow? <laughs> I'm sure Romeo has at least two weeks. Oh, spare. I would love to. Yeah, please. Um, before we move on to the second part of B and B, I would just like Katie to tell me what Romeo's water bottle reminds her of. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to. Oh, think back, Katie. 
Think all the way back besides to when, in the moment the really stickers? first started. It is no besides. It's Blake. When did he yeah. decide to become Blake? With the water bottle and the stickers. When did you shit? start putting stickers hey, on your water you bottle, two my guy? stickers, bro. Wow, you really trying to be Blake? What? No, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Wow. Wow. Oh, really? Really? That's crazy. All right, speaking of crazy, before we get out of here, Katie, let's talk about Jack and Jill real quick. All right. All right, we're going to tell y'all a story about Jack and Jill. If you know, you know. If you don't, don't worry about it. It'll still be entertaining. Let's just say, Jack been trying to get Jill to stop fronting for a long time. Everybody knows that it's no secret. No one knows what Jill's problem is other than the fact that she wants to continue to run up all of these hills <laughs> when she's already in shape. What's even the point? Mm. Why are you playing with yourself? Mm. Get you a Jack. Mm. You heard? Mm. But a instead, real Jack. A real Jack. Mm. You feel me? Mm. But instead, she wants to continue to go up the hill and up the hill and up the hill. Mm. And each time Jack chills at the bottom, just thinking to himself, that's fine. Eventually, you'll roll your way on back down. You know what continues to happen? What? She keep climbing. Climbing. That hill? Mm-hmm. Keep running up that hill. <laughs> that's Jill's energy. So mm-hmm. fine. A lot of hills go by. The years go by. Eventually, you're going to end up over the hill. But before that happens, Jack comes back around. Mm. Tells Jill, stop playing with me. Mm. Mm. You know damn well I'm Jack. But in the most recent of times, Jack reached out to say, hey, what's up with it? Jill said, I hit you back when I get back from vacation. You know what never happened, Katie? Jill never reached out. That's exactly what happened. It's almost like you read this book before. So Jack had to go out his way to reach out, and he did. And then Jill gave real mediocre energy. Oof. And so it died again. Jill sound fine as hell. <laughs> All right. That's, that's what he got from the story. All right. <laughs> real. And in recent times, Jack said, I'm going to swallow my pride again. I'm going to reach out again. I ain't like Jack's move, but Jack did it. Hell with it. Jill might be worth it. Damn, Jack. You know what happened? Oh, don't say Jill did the same thing. You're damn right. That's what happened, Katie. Again, it's almost like you read the story. Jill left Jack on red again. Now, in this moment, what in the hell is Jack supposed to do? You know what Jack is supposed to do? Jack. That's what the fuck Jack is supposed to do. Not a damn thing. Then you show up somewhere where you didn't know Jill was going to be. And there goes Jill. What does Jill say? Oh, you know, I was going to text you back, right, Jack? Oh. And what does Jack say? Romeo, what does Jack say? No, you wasn't. You guessed it. <laughs> no, the fuck you wasn't. <laughs> Don't try to make it cool now because we're here. Because you had all the time in the world to do it. Then Jack goes to his friend and says, hey, you know that Jill of yours? Not really sure about her. Then his friend says, well, that Jill of mine has a problem with you, Jack. Mm. And then Jack says, well, you must not know Jack either. Something is wrong here. To that you say. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Jack, I tried to look out for you. I don't know why Jack and Jill can't get her together. Uh, Has Jack and Jill had like a conversation about why they keep playing tit for tat? It sounds like Jill is playing games. That's what it sounds like. But why wouldn't Jack be playing games too? I don't think he is. Why can't the blame be on both? Well, you have to tell us. I gave you the story. I mean, I don't know, but the the story is just Jack's trying, Jill's not. But but why isn't Jill trying? There has to be something that Jack may have done to rub Jill the wrong way. If that's the case, then why is she trying at all though? Right? Like but why? Because, that? because Jill may still see the potential of Jack. And yeah, so she okay, wants. So if Jill sees so, the potential of Jack, then what's the point in halfway trying? Either try all the way or don't try at all. You're wasting everybody's time by halfway doing it, ain't you? Because you don't want to go to this, down the same road of whatever the disappointment was the first time. Which would mean don't try at all. That's my entire point. It sounds like Jill is messing 
is 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 ignoring Mickey and messing with a whole bunch of goofies. Who is Mickey? That's hey. a fact. What if hey. we're being completely honest? That's right a fact. Now. And probably right. don't even care about racism and got Big Bird over there. Okay. <laughs> All right, hey, I'm lost. Yo, y'all no. added a whole bunch of muffins nah, and sesame I'm just street saying, to this. No, I'm kidding. I, I do, I do understand. I don't Katie's philosophy on the, but that's the thing that um, I have this conversation with Jade as well too. It's like, okay, so if you don't want a certain result and you give half-ass effort because you don't want the result, what exactly do you expect to get? You're right. gonna get a no. half-ass result. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just kind of common sense, no? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's true. Agree. That's a fair point. I ask like, my mom all the time why she didn't sleep with a basketball player. Why she say that? What? Well, because well. I wouldn't be in the league right <laughs> yo, now. Yo, this man said, "Why ain't you get a new daddy for me?" <laughs> yeah, yo, oh, yo no. why, you, why everybody you fucking was broke? <laughs> yo, mom, let's talk. If you was gonna be in these streets, at least you, you could be a fucking hoe. You feel me? Like, what's wrong with you, fuck, bro? <laughs> nah, what's up? That's a fair question. Y'all know Glenn, uh, Big Baby Davis used to play in the league. Yeah, no, he just did an interview. He used to play for the Boston Celtics. Oh. Did an interview saying his mom's told him about the time that she got it rocking with Rick James. What? Oh. Would you want to know that your mom's no. got it rocking with Rick James? No, I would disown her. I mean, I've Freaking seen my mom giving. Yes. Is she Mrs. Jones? Wait, what you seen your mom giving what? What your mom's was giving? <laughs> I've Whoa, seen my no. mom get it rocking in real life. No. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, if you I mean, I don't really want to have this conversation. Oh, <laughs> right, brother. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We gotta dive into that one, bro. Oh, I'm ready. traumatized. I thought he was doing nah, tweets. Let it out now. Yeah, I thought he was doing tweets. <laughs> I thought he was doing tweets. Yeah. I'm right yeah. there with you. Yo, I got yo, a story too, but I'm not gonna traumatized. say it on mic. I'm not gonna say it on mic. I got a story with you. Y'all too. I got a story. saw your mom get you her. Gonna, you gonna tell it at the next live? <laughs> we but got another one. If she's not there, just yes. Yeah. Yo, I yo yo positions. Yo, your mom's was getting you you more. Whoa, whoa, whoa. why you, did you stay? <laughs> can y'all give the man the necessary space that he needs to he talk about the moment? Positions. He walked into the room an and his mom's Romeo was finished switching position. Okay, Katie did it. She can. <laughs> I'm sorry. Katie, he's a guest. His mom was bend over backwards, bro. Relax. His mom's was. <laughs> will you bro, relax? Fuck. She was getting her cheese clap. Relax. Wasn't, wasn't my daddy. Ass up, face down? It wasn't his And that's the way. My God, he just said it wasn't his daddy, bro. Yeah. Now who was? It was it one of the flying monkeys. Daddy. Oh. I'm traumatized. <laughs> He's on down. He's on. <laughs> no. Yo. Come on in. <laughs> Don't do that to him, man. He's already traumatized. No, no, no. We here for you, bro. What happened, bro? Too much. I'm just looking for my controller to my PlayStation, bro. Oh. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like controller. <laughs> <laughs> What happened? <laughs> too much. <laughs> too much. Never too much. Never too much. <laughs> the no. listeners want to know. Why did we? Why does he? Oh my yo, god! Yo, we're moving on. All right, back He's to the tweets. He's gonna have to go see a therapist. I'm after sorry, this. mom. Like, <laughs> uh, Can we at least know who it was? <laughs> Somebody who I. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a father so bad. <laughs> I would accept anything. <laughs> he would take anything. <laughs> <Lord> help me. <laughs> I'm sorry, mama. He just, he just wanted a male figure. <laughs> Daddy? Is that you? Finally. 
Yo, what your daddy said to you, yo? He ain't say fuck your four. He said fuck your PlayStation. Or oh. yeah. Damn, it was PlayStation. It's PlayStation two. And then he spanked her. He spanked both of them. Romeo, oh my <laughs> god, both. It was yo. a two for one. Hey yo. Romeo, he just wanted to play. <laughs> he just wanted to play Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he crashed something else. Moving on. <laughs> Yo, moving on, moving on. We not, yo, we not staying here. We are not staying here right now. <laughs> now did we cover that? Yeah, yeah, we did. Who's next? All right, so we're going to have to get to the hate next week because it actually was not Katie's fault. We just ended up having a lot of fun, and I didn't get to it. But um, what we learned about Tavon's mom. So that... um, <laughs> Wow, we did. Fuck. I love Whoa. you, Mom. I, 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 I did love you. you. Is there anything else you want to add before um, this podcast gets released, Jerz? Because I promise you, I'm going to do everything in my power to have Katie keep this shit in. No. I'm, I'm going to find a way to try to edit it. I'm you, you ain't saw her s- No, no. Whoa. Okay, what? no. Because <laughs> no, real Ooh, shit. I said about someone's mom, no. bro. That's no. his mom. Bro, that's his mother. I know, what I get that. Wrong? But you don't ask that like out front like that. I end it, end it, end it, Jack and Jill story a, because we are trying oh to save people. God. And, and here you go. And end it, end it, end it. Oh my God. God. <laughs> Who's next? Quote of the week. Know your place in people's lives and act accordingly. It's not pride. It's self-respect. Two things you don't fight for. True love. And true friends, mm. they come naturally. Mm. Shout out to everybody going through something. But I've always believed in what I heard that day on that DMX song. If you love something, let it go. If it comes back, it's yours. If it doesn't, it never was. Always keep it real with the people that love you. Always expect the people who love you to keep it real with you. And anything that's real never ends. It's that simple. Till next time. Later, bitches. It's next week, next, bitches. Next week, bitches. Oh it's my funny. god, I s- <laughs> Yo, you gotta chill. He gotta chill. Oh shit. Oh my god. Oh, oh my we god. Are, yeah, we back. Yeah, we, we back. We've been back, right, yo. We back. Woo! Woo! Can I finish these tweets, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell your moms to relax. All right. I love your mama too. Tell her I say hello next time you see it. Oh, I will. Oh, What's up, Auntie? <laughs> We're going to have to put our, our trip on hold. You understand? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Just, just for a couple of weeks. Mm, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little longer. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Look, I'll, I'll call you next week and we'll iron up. Look, don't hit me. Don't tell me you regret every single year that you miss. Don't tell me that you sorry. Don't tell me you reminisce. Don't tell me that you love me. I really don't want to hear it. Don't tell me you ashamed, my nigga, you gotta wear it I could never find you, I had no one to look up to I know you my father, I love you, but nigga, fuck you I'm still puzzled, with the same problems for years, yeah, I'm still troubled And it's still a part of me that really wants you in jail But every time you say you sorry, I get happy as hell Cause you can never understand all the pain that I feel See, I hate you, but I love you, pops, I'm keeping it real My mother never deserved it You was in the streets, my mother was busy working Mommy show me love, you fucking bitches and flirting 
Can't even imagine the guilt that you must be feeling Guess they hit the fan, there's so much shit on the ceiling Took a lot of time, I gotta say I forgive you Gotta be consistent, really think you got it in you Wish I had a father, but I probably wasn't meant to Guess I should be grateful for keeping me on your mental Who needs him? Hey, he wasn't there to teach me how to shoot my first basket, but I learned, didn't I? Hey, I got pretty damn good attitude, didn't I, yeah, Uncle Phil? Got through my first day without him, right? Mm. I learned how to drive, I learned how to shave, I learned how to fight without him. I had 14 great birthdays without him. He never even sent me a damn card. Look, really wanna fight you. Everybody know you where we from, so I wanted to be just like you. Dark days, long battle, just a son living in his dad's shadow. Never really had a plan, take a stand, please pass me a crutch See I'm just asking for love, but is it asking for much? Cause you remind me of everything dark in my life Having trouble sleeping at night Done with excuses, man, these the cards I gotta play with I just feel sorry for any woman I lay with I can never love how they love because I blame you Every woman cries and tell me that I became you And that really hurts cause we alike more than ever Look, I'm really hoping that we could get it together I will never fold, you got me colder than ever I've been hurting women, guess I don't know any better I ain't need him then and I don't need him now Will Nah, you know what Uncle Phil? I'ma get through college without him I'ma get a great job without him I'ma marry me a beautiful honey And I'ma have me a whole bunch of kids I'ma be a better father than he ever was And I sure as hell don't need him for that Cause ain't a damn thing he could ever teach me About how to love my kids How come he don't want me, man?